0: Go ahead, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to yet another wonderful episode of the Out of the Loop podcast, Explain of Thrones edition. My name is Matt, and I have never seen Lord of the Rings. And here to tell me why Orlando Bloom looks so weird in that movie are my good friends, Rodney and Shane. <laughs> How did I do, guys? Did I do okay? That,
1: that was great. <laughs> I wish Here's we were fine. talking about Lord of the Rings. What? I, I kinda wish we were talking about Lord of the Rings. I love that story.
0: How many episodes do you guys think we could do on those on those three movies? Jesus aren't they, Christ. Aren't they like combined eleven hours or something?
1: That'd be a hundred episodes of just talking about people walking everywhere.
0: You guys like those movies though, right? I
1: did. I'm not gonna lie. I liked them. They had their parts. I mean, great cinematography and um obviously acting but uh i i I mean i i read those stories growing up and seeing it come to life it was it was nice
0: Shane,
2: the hobbit i had a a little issues getting into it i i mean because i would watch it at home and i would uh fall asleep pretty regularly so that's narcolepsy man i I mean i've i've (laughs) I was there while it was on, but I wouldn't say I've watched it all. You know what I mean? Okay. Um, but yeah, the Lord of the Rings, the those are good. I like those.
0: I have never seen any of them. Um, I've been told that I have a pretty solid Gollum impression because my one of my good friends in, in high school would do it nonstop, so I just picked it up from there. Uh, <laughs> I know... <sighs> He uh he refers to I assume the ring or a ring as his uh precious. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Okay, that is all I know. That can can we hear it? What? The uh the golem. I don't know if I can do it on command. Um maybe uh, I'll break it out in the middle of this episode very random. <laughs> that'd be awesome. <laughs> um no, yeah, but uh I know that Elijah Wood is in it. And I know that Orlando Bloom has like uh he kinda looks like um Daenerys's brother. <laughs> right?
2: Yes. <laughs> okay. Kinda.
0: Um and then um shit. Does somebody say you you shall not pass in yes. that movie? Okay.
1: Gandalf the Grey.
0: OK, yeah, I know that, too, because I was I was mini golfing with my friends like uh, 10 years ago and the, the people behind us were playing way faster than us. And I was like, maybe maybe we should let him through. And then my friend stuck his um his putter in the ground and goes, you shall not pass like that.
2: <laughs> and I thought it was
0: really funny, but I didn't get it. And then the people walked up, and he was like, "Yeah, no, go ahead, play through." <laughs> um, so that That's is funny. my extent of uh, Lord of the Rings knowledge, but that is not what we are talking about today. We are talking about Game of Thrones for the what eighty seventh time or something, um, and um, yeah, we are almost done with we We are in the penultimate episode of the p- penultimate season. this Uh, is true can you just name this episode penultimate yeah cool um
2: square penultimate squared
0: penultimate squared yes um uh and i am joined by the penultimate warrior shane
2: what's up podcast people uh this is a long one so i think we better keep this uh, chitter chatter to a minimum guys oh is it Yes, it's pretty well, long.
0: Then what the fuck am I doing? Let's just go. I don't need to talk.
1: <laughs> hey, Pod Squad. I'm still here, so fuck these two guys. But no, it is a longer episode, so we should definitely
0: I did give you a intro when I was talking about uh Lord of the Rings. So
1: that oh okay.
0: Yeah. I, I didn't totally snub you. I didn't realize this was a long one. I probably should have guessed that. Are are they all long ones from here on out?
1: Yeah, they're a little bit longer than normal.
0: Okay, well then, let's just go into it. I watched the movie Ready or Not. That's the only thing I've seen since the last time we we talked. It was very good. I highly recommend it. Well, Rodney, you'd hate it. It's a horror movie. Shane, you should watch it. It's really good. Um, that's all I have to say.
2: Cool, cool, cool. Is that the the hide-and-seek one? Yes. I've been wanting to watch that since it came out. I haven't watched it yet, though.
0: It's super, super good. I liked it a lot. Cool.
1: All right. So let's do a quick recap of Eastwatch, the last episode. Um, As you remember, Daenerys, uh, she forced all the surviving um, soldiers to swear fealty to her, but the Tarleys refused, and they were executed. Uh, Meanwhile, Davos... Uh, retrieves Gendry, along with Jon Snow and Jorah Mormont, where they are now heading to the Wall, to and they meet up with Tormund, the Hound, and the Brotherhood Without Banners. Uh, Arya Stark is playing a uh, a little game of little spying and stuff on Littlefinger, and she eventually discovers the letter that Sansa wrote to her family requesting that they, um. Bend the knee and swear fealty to King Joffre. Okay. Okay. Um, So we are now going into 706 Beyond the Wall. Cool. So before we get started, what do you think is going to happen?
0: Oh my God. I was not prepared for this. Yeah, I know. Um, Catch you off guard. So I'm guessing because you guys. you you hinted at it being like a like a big battle episode, or maybe I asked you. I don't remember. Um, I assume that this is all uh, John and his um, his uh, gang of of misfits um, trying to pull off the zombie heist.
2: <laughs> so I think it's funny. Uh, we talked about Lord of the Rings earlier because uh, quite a bit of this episode is uh, a lot of walking. So it, it was it's pretty funny.
0: So you're telling me that this entire episode is them walking what I can only assume to be a few miles, right?
2: No, not the entire, but there's a, a good portion.
0: Meanwhile... That motherfucker can like go from one continent to another in in one, in one episode. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. All right. Yeah, yeah that's fine.
1: Okay, so we're going to start off in Dragonstone. Cool. We, we have a very brief but very cool scene where the camera is hovering over uh, the that cool map. Um, that I uh,
0: believe that it's. Um, Badass.
1: Badass map table, correct. Badass. Uh, badass. <laughs> it first uh, passes the Veil of Aaron, um, then further upwards as it approaches the wall, and then it passes it. Um, all while a fire is burning in a fireplace in the background. So it's, it's kind of setting the mood. And then we actually go beyond yeah. the wall. It's John and his group. Uh, they're marching in the snow towards where they're going, where... Um, where they think they need to go to capture somebody. So John goes to Gendry. Are you all right? Gendry. Mm-hmm. torment ever been north before? Gendry says, never seen snow before. Torment says, Beautiful, huh? I can breathe again. Down south smell the air smells like pig shit. John says. You've never been down south. Tormund, I've been to Winterfell. John says, That's the north. And Tormund kind of no, it's not. Gendry says, how do you live up here? How do you keep your balls from freezing off? And Tormund says, got to keep moving. That's the secret. Walking's walking's good. Fighting's better, but fucking's the best. John <laughs> says, there's not a living woman within 100 miles of here. Tormund, uh, in a whisper to John and Gendry, we have to make do with what we've got. Tormund and John walk off, uh, away from Gendry as he has like this uh, dumb look on his face. He's like, "Is he serious? He's gonna butt fuck me." But anyways, Tormund, this this one is maybe uh, this one is uh, maybe not so smart. John says, "Davos says he's a strong fighter," and Tormund says, "Good. That's more important than being smart. Smart people don't come up here looking for the dead. So you might be. So you mean this Dragon Queen?" Uh, and John says. She'll only fight beside us if I bend the knee. Tormund says, You spent too much time with the free folk. Now uh, now you don't like kneeling. Mance Rayder was a brave man, a proud man. The king beyond the wall never bent the knee. How many of the people died for his pride? They continue walking. Um, now it looks like they have reached a glacier area. Um, Thoros, the uh, uh, drunkard guy to Gendry says... Are you still mad at us, boy? Gendry says, you sold me to a witch. Thoros then goes, a priestess. I'll admit it was a subtle distraction. Uh, distinction. There's a subtle distinction. Beric, Dondarrion, um we're fighting a great war. Wars cost money. Gendry says, I, I wanted to be one of you. I wanted to join the Brotherhood, but you sold me off like a slave. Do you know what she did to me? She strapped me down on a bed, and she stripped me naked. And the hound says, sounds all right so far? Gendry, and put leeches on me? The hound, was she naked too? Thoros, she needed your blood. Gendry said, yes, thank you, I know that. And the hound said, could have been worse. Gendry goes, she wanted to kill me. They would have killed me if it wasn't for Davos. And the hound says, but they didn't, did they? So what are you whinging about? And Gendry's like, I'm not whinging. And the hound says, your lips are moving and you're complaining about something. That's whinging. That's one, uh, this one right here, he, as he's pointing to Beric. He's been killed six times and you don't hear him bitching about it. <laughs> Thoros' hands, uh, Gendry, his skin of wine, and Gendry takes a drink. And Thoros says, good lad. We go to John walking. Uh, so then it cuts to John walking with Jorah. It's a lot of walking and talking this part. John, the first time I went north of the wall was with your father. Jorah says he was a good man. He deserved a better son. Uh, were you with him at the at the end? And he says I was a prisoner of the wildlings, uh, but we avenged him. I want you to know that every uh, mutineer found justice. Jorah says can't think of a worse way to go, uh, a worse way for him to go. The Night's Watch was his life. He would have died to protect every one of those men. And they butchered him. John says, I hate that he died that way. My father was the most honorable man I have ever met. He was good all the way through. And he died by the executioner's block. Jorah says, your father wanted me executed. You know? John said, I've heard. Jora, he was in the right, of course. Didn't make me hate him any less. John, I'm glad he didn't catch you. Jorah says, me too. John says, your father gave me this sword. Changed the pummel from a bear to a wolf. But it's still long claw. John takes the sword and gives it to Jorah John uh, Lord Commander Mormont thought you'd Never come back to Westeros But you are back and it's been in your family For centuries It's not right for me to have it Jorah says he gave it to you John says I'm not his son and Jorah says I brought shame to my house I broke my father's heart I forfeit the right to claim the sword It's yours and he hands it back to John May it serve you well and your children After after you and then we go to winterfell
2: so in winterfell uh, Arya is standing on the inner rampart of the castle looking down at the courtyard uh, snow is falling and this is when sansa walks up to stand behind her uh, Arya says father used to watch us from up here he wouldn't say much you probably don't remember you were inside knitting all the time and sansa says no i remember Aria goes on, one time, the boys were shooting arrows with Sir Roderick. I came out here after, and Bran had left his bow behind, just lying on the ground. Sir Roderick would have cuffed him if he saw. There was one arrow in the target. There was no one around, just like now. Uh, No one to stop me. So I started shooting. And every shot, I had to go up there and get my own arrow, and walk back and shoot it again. I wasn't very good. But finally, I hit the bullseye. Could have been the 20th shot or the 50th. I don't remember. But I hit the bullseye, and I heard this. uh, An area starts to uh, slow clap. She says, I looked up, and he's standing right here, smiling down at me. I I I knew what I was doing was against the rules, but he was smiling. So I knew it wasn't wrong. The rules were wrong. I was doing what I was meant to be doing, and he knew it. Now he's dead. Killed by the Lannisters, with your help. And Sansa goes, what? Uh, (laughs) Where Arya... What? (laughs) Arya pulls out the uh, Raven Scroll she stole from Littlefinger's room. Uh, Arya says, that's your pretty handwriting. Septimordain used to crack my knuckles because I couldn't write as well as you. And Arya starts to read the scroll. Rob, I write to you today with a heavy heart. Our good King Robert is dead killed from runes he took from a boar hunt. And Sansa says, you don't have to read it, I remember. But Arya continues, she says, Father has been charged with treason. He conspired with Robert's brother against my beloved Joffrey and tried to steal his throne. The Lannisters are treating me well and providing me with every comfort. I beg you, come to King's Landing, swear fealty to King Joffrey, and prevent any strife between the great houses of Lannister and Stark, your faithful sister, Sansa. And then Sansa says, they forced me to do it. And Arya's like, did they? With a knife at your throat? Did they put you on a rack and stretch you until your bones started to pop? Sansa says, you don't know what it was like. I was a child. And Arya says, so was I. I would have let them kill me before I betrayed my family. Sansa says, they told me it was the only way to say father. Arya goes, and you were stupid enough to believe them. I remember you standing on that platform with Joffrey and Cersei when they dragged Father to the block. I remember that pretty dress you were wearing. I remember the fancy way you did your hair. And Sansa's like, you were there? And Arya says, yes, I was there. Standing in the crowd near Baylor's statue. uh, Sansa says, "And what did you do? Did you come running to the rescue? Did you uh, fight off the Lannisters and say, Father? Arya's like, I wanted to. And Sansa says, but you didn't. Just like me. Arya says, I didn't betray him. I didn't betray Rob. I didn't betray our entire family for my beloved Joffrey. Sansa says, You should be on your knees thanking me. We're standing in Winterfell again because of me. You didn't win it back. John didn't win it back. He lost the Battle of the Bastards. The Knights of the Vale won the battle, and they rode north for me. While you were off, where? Traveling the world? Arya says, I was training. Sansa says training well while you were training I suffered things you could never imagine Arya says oh I don't know about that I can imagine quite a lot Sansa says you never would have survived what I survived and Arya says I guess we'll never know Sansa says what are you going to do with that letter and Arya's like I don't know yet Sansa says who did you show it to where did you find it and Arya says you're scared aren't you why are you, what are you scared of? You didn't commit any crimes. No one's going to hang you. And Sansa says, well, Arya, but Arya butts in, and says, you're scared I'll show it to Jon, and he'll be angry. No, that's not Jon. He'll understand. You were just a scared little girl, all alone with the wicked Lannisters. Sansa says, do you know how happy Cersei would be right now if she saw us fighting? This is exactly what she wants. This is what she's always wanted, to tear us apart. Arya says, you're scared the northern lords will read it. They wouldn't think much of Lady Sansa if they knew how she did Cersei's bidding. Uh, What would little Lyanna Mormont say? She's younger than you were when you wrote this. Are you going to say, but I was just a child. Sansa says, you're angry. Sometimes anger makes people do unfortunate things. Arya says, sometimes fear makes them do unfortunate things. I'll go with anger. And then Arya turns around and walks off. Whoa. And we go back beyond the wall.
0: That was uh, that was intense. Um, yeah, right. Sounds like Littlefinger is actually starting to get into Sansa's head.
1: It's the Game of Thrones. <laughs> <Pop it>, monster. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're back beyond the wall. John and his men continue to a frozen lake. The Hound stops to retie his boot. And uh, Tormund walks up to him. Tormund, you're the one they call the dog. Fuck off. (laughs) Tormund chuckles. Tormund, I told you how they told me you were mean. Were you born mean or just hate wildlings? The hound. I don't hate. I don't give two shits about wildlings. It's gingers I hate. Tormund says, gingers are beautiful. (laughs) We are kissed by fire, just like you. And he points to the burn marks on the hound's face. And the hound says, "Don't put, don't point your fucking finger at me," and the hound walks off. But Tormund follows him. Tormund then says, "Did you trip into a fire when you were a baby?" And the hound says, "I didn't trip. I was pushed." Tormund, you ever and ever since you've been mean. And the hound says, "Will you fuck off, <laughs> Tormund?" I don't think you're truly mean. You have sad, sad eyes. And the hound, so you want to suck my dick? Is that it? And then, Tormund, dick? And the hound goes, cock. And Tormund, ah, dick. I like it. And the hound, <laughs> I bet you do. <laughs> Torment. nope. It's pussy for me. I have a beauty waiting for me uh, back at Winterfell. If I ever get back there. Yellow hair, blue eyes, the tallest woman you've ever seen. Almost as tall as you. And the hound stops and turns to Tormund, realizing realization spread across his face. Brienne of Tarth You know her? You're with Brienne of fucking Tarth? The Tormund Well, not with her But I see the way she looks at me The (laughs) Hound How does she look at you? Like she wants to carve you up and eat your liver? Tormund You do know her? (laughs) The Hound We've met Tormund I want to make babies with her Think of them, great big monsters They'd conquer the world Hound how did a mad fucker like you live this long? Torment. I'm good at killing people. Uh, and then we cut to John walking with Barak. Beric, you don't look like him much. John, who's that? Beric, your father. I suppose you favor your mother. John, you knew him? Barak says, of course I did. Uh, when he was the ha- uh, hand, he sent me off to hunt the mountain. Uh, your wildling friends told me the red woman brought you back. Thoros has brought me back six times. We both serve the same Lord. John says, I serve the North. And Barak, the North didn't raise you from the dead. John says, the Lord of Light never spoke to me. I didn't know anything about him. I don't know what he wants from me. And Barak says, he wants you alive. And John says, why? Barak, I don't know. And John, that's all anyone can tell me. I don't know. So what's the point in serving a God if none of us know what he wants? Barak, I think about that all the time. I don't think it's our purpose to understand except one thing. We're soldiers. We have to know uh, what we're fighting for. I'm not fighting for some man or woman I barely know uh, sitting on a throne made of swords. John, so what are you fighting for? Barak says, life. Death is the enemy, the first enemy, and the last. John, but we all die. And Barak says, the enemy always wins, and we still need to fight it. That's all I know. And I won't find much joy while we're here, um, but we can keep, but we can keep others alive. We can defend those who can't defend themselves. And John quotes from the Night's Watch: "I am the shield that guards the realm of men." Barrick. Maybe we don't need to understand any more than that. Maybe that's enough. John says, "I." Maybe that's enough. So the the group now approaches a mountain, and the hound stops. Uh, When he sees it, he says, that's what I saw in the fire. A mountain like an arrowhead. Thuros says, are you sure? And the Hound kind of gives him like a a head nod and says, we're getting close. And they continue their march. But then we go back to Dragonstone.
0: I could listen to (laughs) Hound and Tormund just go back and forth. Like, I wish that was (laughs) the entire episode. Just... Mm -hmm. The camera follows them on their march to the mountain and they're just talking shit to each other for a good 45 minutes.
2: (laughs) All right, so Dragonstone. uh, Daenerys is in her map room staring at the table. Uh, Tyrion is also there sitting in a chair staring at the fire. Uh, They both are enjoying a glass of wine. Daenerys says, do you know what I like about you? And Tyrion says, I honestly don't. Daenerys says, you're not a hero. And Tyrion says, oh, well, I have been heroic on occasion. I once charged through the mud gate of King's Landing, and Daenerys cuts him off. She says, I don't want you to be a hero. Heroes do stupid things, and then they die. Drogo, Jorah, Dario, even this Jon Snow, they all try to outdo each other. Who can do the stupidest, bravest thing? And Tyrion says, it's interesting these heroes you name, Drogo, Jorah, Dario, even this Jon Snow, they all fell in love with you. Daenerys says, Jon Snow's not in love with me. And Tyrion says, oh, my mistake. I suppose he stares at you longingly because he's hopeful for a successful military alliance.
0: Daenerys oh, says, oh, he's
2: too little for me. Guys. What? Guys. What?
0: They're not going to fuck, are they? <laughs> Gross. No. Come on. We've had enough incest. Or not enough. Dude. Yeah. Oh my god. Ugh. All right. Why do you assume they're gonna fuck all of a sudden? Like, what is wrong with you? Because, what's wrong with me? <laughs> this would not be brought up if
2: it was not leading somewhere. Uh Daenerys says he's too little for me. And Tyrion uh, gives her this, uh, this look. Uh, Daenerys says, I didn't mean. And then Tyrion says, as heroes go, he is quite little. Daenerys says, I know you're brave. I wouldn't have chosen a coward as my hand. So if all goes well, I'll finally get to meet your sister. From everything you've told me about her, she'd rather murder me than speak with me. And Tyrion says, oh, first she tortured you in some horrible way. Then she would murdered you. Nobody trusts my sister less than I do, believe me. But if we go to the capital, we'll go with two armies. We'll go with three dragons. Anyone touches you, King's Landing burns down to the foundation stones. Daenerys says, and right now, uh, she's thinking of how to set a trap. Tyrion says, of course she is. And she's wondering what trap you're laying for her. Daenerys says, are we laying any traps? And Tyrion says... If we want to create a new and better world, I'm not sure deceit and mass murder is the best way to start. Daenerys says, Which war was won without deceit and mass murder? Tyrion says, Yes, you'll need to be ruthless if you're going to win the throne. You need to inspire a degree of fear. But fear is all Cersei has. It's all my father had, and Joffrey. It makes their power brittle because everyone beneath them longs to see them dead. Daenerys says, Aegon Targaryen got quite a long way on fear. Tyrion says, he did, but you once spoke to me of breaking the wheel. Aegon built a wheel. If that's the kind of queen you want to be, how are you different from all the other tyrants that came before you? Daenerys says, so we walk into the lion's den. Tyrion says, my brother promised me he'd keep a grip on the Lannister forces. Daenerys says, forgive me, but I don't care about any Lannister promises, except yours. Tyrion says, and I promised him I'd keep you from doing anything impulsive. Daenerys says, impulsive. Tyrion says, this will be a difficult negotiation. We're sitting down with people who want to see us both headless. My sister is likely to say something provocative. Daenerys says, and... Tyrion continues and says... And you have been known to lose your temper from time to time, as all great leaders do. Uh, Daenerys says, when have I lost my temper? Tyrion says, burning the Tarlys, for instance. Daenerys says, that was not impulsive. That was necessary. Tyrion says, perhaps. Daenerys is like, perhaps. "Perhaps." Tyrion says, perhaps the father needed to die and not the son. Perhaps they both needed time to contemplate their mistakes in the solitude of a cold cell. We had no time to discuss the possibilities before you ended their pot before you ended their possibilities. Daenerys says one could be forgiven for thinking you're taking my family's taking your family's side in this debate. Tyrion says I am taking their side. You need to take your enemy's side if you're going to see things the way they do. And you need to see things the way they do if you're going to anticipate their actions, respond effectively and beat them, which I want you to do very much. because I believe in you and in the world you want to build. But the world you want to build doesn't get built all at once. Probably not in a single lifetime. How do we ensure that your vision endures? After you break the wheel, how do we make sure it stays broken? Daenerys asks, you want to know who sits the Iron Throne after I'm dead? Is that it? Tyrion says, you you say you can't have children, but there are other ways of choosing a successor. The Night's Watch has one method. The ironborn, for all their many flaws, have another. Daenerys says, We will discuss the succession after I wear the crown. And Tyrion says, Your grace, I saw hundreds of arrows fly towards you when you fought on the Blackwater Rush, and I saw hundreds of arrows miss. But any one of them could have found your heart and ended your... Daenerys steps in and says, You've been thinking about my death quite a bit, haven't you? Is this one of the items you've discussed with your brother in King's Landing? Tyrion says, I'm trying to serve you by planning for the long term. Daenerys says, perhaps if you planned for the short term, we wouldn't have lost Dorne and Highgarden. Uh, We will discuss the succession after I wear the crown. And we go back beyond the wall. Yep. So beyond the wall,
1: the weather is getting worse and the winds are blowing harder, visibly uh, worsening. One of the (laughs) the red shirts, (laughs) is that a Star Trek joke?
2: Yeah. (laughs) Matt, <laughs> yeah, you know what that is, right?
0: Um, Vaguely. Those those are like the foot soldiers that go to die, yes?
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so basically whenever, like, Kirk and whoever would go beam down to the planet, you know, there was the core uh, characters, and then there was some red shirts that were just disposable, and they were the ones that died, so... <laughs>
1: <laughs> so one of the red shirts He's about 50 yards ahead of the rest of the party And Torment sees something in the distance Torment points and says Look And the hound A bear, a big fucker As the bear starts approaching they, they can see it a little bit better And Gendry says Do bears have blue eyes? And the bear it's starts running towards them
0: It's a zombie bear
1: Oh, uh, hold on the red shirt turns to run back to the group. The rest of the men pull their weapons uh, to ready for the attack. as the red shirt is running towards the group, uh, but looking back at the bear, another bear attacks him from the right side. <laughs> this happens right in front of the group. The bear in the Play red shirt go. <laughs> the bear and the red shirt <laughs> uh, can't, see, uh, can't be seen because the storm is so bad. John runs in the direction the bear went and only finds the spear of the the red shirt uh, that he was carrying, laying on the ground with two bloody paw prints. The group holds up their swords, or weapons, and form a defensive circle. Uh, The camera starts panning around the circle until the dead bear charges inside the circle, mauling another red shirt. Beric and Thoros... Then do this pretty sweet-ass move with the blades of where of, of theirs where they kind of run their hand up it and it, and the sword catches fire. Uh, they run to the bear as it kills another redshirt. Beric strikes the bear with a sword, catching the fur on fire. The bear then turns on the hound as the bear walks to attack the hound. The hound freezes. At that at the last moment, Thoros knocks the hound aside and attacks the bear. The bear knocks Thoros to the ground but Thoros holds up, holds up his sword, which the bear starts to bite. Tormin runs to swing his axe at the bear, but the bear knocks Tormund back and returns to biting Thoros' sword. As the hound watches, the bear is able to knock away Thoros' sword and starts biting at his chest. The bear is biting, swinging, biting again and swinging again as Thoros is screaming. Jorah then runs up and stabs the bear uh, in the head Killing it. Uh, it was with a uh, dragon glass dagger. Thoros okay. is... "Yeah, yeah." He he has okay. like two uh, two uh, daggers um, with him. <laughs> okay, bringing back the old stuff. Uh, um, so Jorah does that. They pull. Uh, Thoros is pulled away by uh, Barrack and Gendry. They open up his cloak to see the extent of his wounds, and it's awful. Uh, Jorah says. Um, we have to get him back to East Watch. Thoros shakes his head no. Thoros asks for a flask. Uh, Beric finds his flask and gives it to him. Thoros takes a long drink. Thoros says, go on. And Beric drops his flaming sword on Thoros' chest. You hear this sizzling noise Whoa. as Thoros screams out in pain. The hound can't watch, uh, and he walks away. Beric says, you all right. Uh, Thoros then goes... I just got bit by a dead bear. Beric. Aye, you did. Thoros. Funny old life, right? Uh, right then? We're off. Beric pulls Thoros onto his feet. Uh, Beric then puts the sword, uh, points the sword in the uh, snow, and it puts out the flame. Jon and Torment are staring at one of the dead men laying in the snow, and uh, they see the tracks of the dead bear behind uh, the body. Um, but at that
2: point... It cuts to Winterfell. Whoa. So in Winterfell, uh, Littlefinger is in Sansa's room. Uh, Sansa closes the door uh, so they can talk in private. Sansa asks, where did she get it? Littlefinger says, I don't know. She seems very resourceful. You're worried. Sansa says, we're asking 20,000 men to fight it with us in the worst winter any of them have ever seen. The weather will be the least of their problems. Many of them will, have, uh, will be happy to find a good reason to go home. Littlefinger says, you question their loyalty? Sansa says, their loyalty is to Jon. Jon is not here. I haven't heard from him in weeks. Littlefinger says, you're the lady of Winterfell. The king chose you to rule in his absence, and you have. Wisely, ably, they see that. They respect you. Some may even prefer you. Sansa says, "Yes, they turned their backs on John when it was time to retake Winterfell. Then they named him their king, and now they're ready to turn their backs on him again. How far would you trust men like that? Uh, They're all bloody wind veins. If they found out that I wrote that letter, a woman who's already married, not one but two enemies of her house. By the time John comes back, he'll have no army left." Littlefinger says, "Arya's not like them. She's her sister." Uh, You may have disagreements, but she will never betray her family. Sansa says, she would if she thought I was going to betray Jon. Littlefinger says, is that what she thinks? Sansa says, I don't know what she thinks. I don't know her anymore. Littlefinger says, perhaps Lady Brienne could help. She's sworn to protect both of Catelyn Stark's girls, is she not? Sansa says, she is. And Littlefinger says, and if one of you were planning to harm the other in any way, wouldn't she be Honor bound to intercede, and Sansa says she would. And we go back beyond the wall. All right, beyond the wall. The
1: group is continuing their march, but the weather has cleared up just a little bit. Jorah, something I've always wanted to know. Thoros, all right. Jorah, how drunk were you when you charged through the breach on Pike? Thoros uh, says, "If I'm being honest." I don't remember charging through the breach. Some of the lads told me about it the next morning. Sounded like a good scrap. Jora. I, it was a proper scrap. The ironborn thought you were some kind of god, the way you, wave, you were waving that flaming sword. I thought you were the bravest man I ever saw. Thoreau said, just the drunkest. And as he says that, um, we go to the head of the group where it's Tormund and Jon. Um, they hear this uh, clanking in the distance. Tormin walks ahead to investigate and down in a canyon below them is a white walker leading about ten whites. John says, where's the rest of them? Tormund, if we wait long enough, we'll find out. So in the canyon now, the white walker approaches a campfire. He stops at the campfire and looks around just as John and his men attack. John attacks the white walker and the men attack the whites. Jorah is grabbed by the throat and can't break free. John uh, exchanges blows with the White Walker, but but is able uh, to kill it with Longclaw as he slices it through the belly. When that happens, the White Walker shatters, and all of the whites fall to the ground dead. Surprised by the turn of events, uh, the group circles one remaining white. Torment drops his axe, walks towards the white, and punches it in the face, knocking it on its back. The hound then di- uh, dives on top of it. John lays long claw across the white, causing it to screech uh, screech out like a very loud scream. The hound puts his gloved hand on the white's mouth, but the white bites through it, and like part of his mouth gets removed. Uh, the hound then uses both of his hands to muffle the screeching. John turns around, and he's hearing this rumble in the distance. Uh, there is a small opening out the, of the canyon where, uh, from whence the rumbling is coming from. John turns back to the group with a concerned look on his face. Jora gets a bag uh, and puts it over the white's face. The rest of the men tie up the white. Uh, John runs to Gendry. John says, run back to Eastwatch, get a Raven to Daenerys, tell her what happened. Gendry says, I'm not leaving you. John, you're the fastest. Go now. Tormin grabs Gendry's hammer. He says, you're faster without the hammer. Give it. Give it. Gendry lets go and starts running. The rest of the group um, run out of the canyon towards that frozen lake. Um, and that has like this kind of boulder in the middle. Torment, come on. When they approach the frozen lake, the first steps causes cracks in the surface. John says, stop. The ice continues to crack as they are standing there. They hear something and turn around to see a sea of whites running towards them uh, from the canyon. John yells, go. The ice ice is cracking, um, and they run towards the boulder in the middle of the frozen lake. As they approach the boulder, the dead are not only following behind them, but also running alongside the lake surrounding them. One of the red shirts stumbles, but is able to get up to keep running. John and most of the men reach the boulder as they see the ring of whites around the whole lake. The red shirt who just stumbled is caught by a white and and tackled to the ground. As the dead pile on his body, the ice starts to break in in a circle around the boulder, keeping the dead from reaching John and the men. uh, We then cut to Gendry running away. He's He's reached the top of a small hill, takes a deep breath and continues on his way. Back at the lake... The dead is surrounding the edge of the ice water, staring at John and his men. They're on the, bol- on the boulder, the men are trying to stay warm. As they look out, there's also a circle of whites looking down at them from like a ridge above the lake. We then go back to Gendry, who is running, uh, then trips and falls on his face. The weather has picked up and, and visibility is really low. Gendry tries to get up, but stumbles. He hears a gate opening. He makes it back to Eastwatch. Men run out to help him. Davos turns Gendry over. Davos says, what happened? Where are the others? Gendry says, Raven. We need to send a raven. Davos, get the maester now. Uh, We then go back to the lake. All the men are very cold. Frost is covering their clothes as well as uh, their hair. The hound gets up to look at the captured whites. He kicks it and it screams. Uh, but screams also come from the other whites surrounding him. The men get up as the screams from the surrounding whites echo around them. Beric notices Thoros did not stand up and walks to him. Beric shakes him, but he's dead. Beric pulls Thoros' cloak over his face. The hound walks up and kneels by Thoros' body. The hound, they say, it's one of the best, better ways to go. The hound pulls Thoros's uh, wine skin and starts drinking. Beric says, "Lord of Light, show us the way. Come to us in our darkest, uh, in our darkness, and lead your servant into the light." John walks up and pulls the wine skin from the hound. We have to burn his body. John pours the wine onto Thoros. Tormund, we'll all, we'll all be close behind him unless the Lord of Light is kind enough to send us a bit of fire. Beric pulls out his sword, runs his hand across the blade, causing the flame, up, uh, causing it to flame up, and he lowers it to Thoros' body. Beric says, Lord of Light, come to us in our darkness, for the night is dark and full of terror. Beric puts out his sword and walks away. Jon walks to the edge of the boulder, staring at the whites surrounding them. Jorah says, we'll be, we'll free soon, and soon will the water. Uh, if When you killed the White Walker, the dead followed and fell. Why? Jon says, maybe he was the one that turned them. Jorah, we can go for the walkers. Maybe we'll stand a chance. Jon says, no. We need to take the thing back with us. There's a raven flying to Dragonstone now. Daenerys is our only hope. Beric, no, there's another. Kill him. And Beric points to where the Night King and four other White Walkers are staring down at them from the top of the hill. Oh, shit. Barric, he turned them all. John, you don't understand. Barric, the Lord brought us back. He brought me back. No one else, just us. Did he do it to, uh, to watch us freeze to death? And the Hound says, careful, Beric. You lost your priest. This is the last life. Beric I've been waiting for the end For a long time maybe the lord brought Me here for, to find it The hound every lord I've ever met has been a cut. <laughs> Don't see Why this lord of light may should be Any different and then We cut to Winterfell
2: uh, In Winterfell uh, Sansa's walking in the castle uh, When Wolken uh, uh, runs up Behind her Walkin says my lady And he hands her a scroll. She reads it. And he asks, my lady? And Sansa says, it's an invitation to King's Landing. Um, And then we go to uh, Sansa standing with Brienne. Brienne says, my lady, you are the lady of Winterfell. And Sansa says, I am. And you will represent my interests at this gathering as you see them. Brienne says, they invited you. They want you there. And Sansa says, I will not set foot in King's Landing while Cersei Lannister is queen. If they want another Stark prisoner, they can come and take me. Until then, I'll remain uh, where I belong. I have work to do here. And Brienne says, it's not safe. And Sansa says, Sir Jamie will be there. You said he treated you honorably before. And Brienne says, I'm not worried about me. It's not safe leaving you with Littlefinger. And Sansa says, I have many guards who would happily imprison him or behead him whether or not you're here. Brienne says, and you trust their loyalty? You trust he hasn't been speaking to them all behind your back? Uh, Let me at least leave Podrick behind to watch over you. He has become a competent swordsman. And Sansa says, I do not need to be watched over or minded or cared for. I'm not a child. I am the Lady of Winterfell, and I am home. This is the safest place for me. Uh, Brienne says, my lady, I swore an oath to protect you and your sister. If I abandoned you, Sansa says, the trip to King's Landing is long, Lady Brienne, and you won't be traveling on summer roads. The sooner you leave, the better your chances of making it on time. Uh, getting the point, Brienne says, yes, my lady, uh, she turns and leaves. Uh, we go to a short scene in Dragonstone. Uh, the dragons are laying down... Uh, on the the grass near the cliffs outside the castle. Daenerys is walking towards them with Tyrion running up behind her. Tyrion says, You can't. The most important person in the world can't fly off to the most dangerous place in the world. Daenerys says, Who else can? Tyrion says, No one. They knew the wrist when they left. You can't win the throne if you're dead. You can't break the wheel if you're dead. Daenerys says, So, what would you have me do? And Tyrion says, Nothing. Sometimes nothing is the hardest thing to do. If you die, we're all lost. Everyone, everything. And Daenerys says, you told me to do nothing before, and I listened to you. I'm not doing nothing again. Uh, This is where Daenerys walks up on Drogon's back. And Tyrion watches as all three dragons fly away. And we go back beyond the wall.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: Okay. Okay, what? I, 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 have a, I have a theory. Okay. Um, so she's going to save John and, and everybody else. Uh, somebody, I feel like somebody major is going to die right now. And I don't know who yet. So keep going. Okay. okay.
1: So we're beyond the wall. The hound is standing on the boulder, staring out at the dead surrounding them. He is holding Gendry's warhammer. He picks up a rock and throws it. It hits one of the right, uh, whites, knocking its jaw off. The hound says, "Dumb cunt," then picks up another rock, but this time it doesn't go as far as the last and lands short of the white. But instead, it slides across the ice that has frozen back over, and stops just short of the white. John and the men realize at the same time as the white that that the hound was throwing rocks at, um, the hound says, Oh, fuck. As one white walks on the frozen lake, dragging his sword behind him. The white makes it closer and closer to the boulder. Then more whites start to walk towards John and the men who pull their weapons. One by one, the whites reach the boulder and John and his men start to fight them back. They are able to hold off the small trickle of the dead, but the slow trickling is quickly growing. The hound drops Genji's Warhammer and takes out a dagger and a hatchet and attacks. They are fending off the whites as they approach. Beric lights one of, the, one of them on fire with his flaming sword and it runs towards the captured white that they have. John knocks it away. One of the remaining red shirts is overrun and killed. John sees that they are able to uh, they, they're about to be overrun and yells fall back. They continue to fight as they retreat when Tormund is knocked uh, in the head, which quickly causes him to be surrounded. Tormund tries to fight them off, but is brought to the ground. He continues to try and fight uh, for up his back. Oh, no. Whites burst out of the water in front of him and grab him by the feet. He is being pulled into the ice water. Oh, no. The hound knocks away the whites at Tormund's head and pulls him back to his feet. Ooh. They continue to fight, retreating back onto the uppermost part of the boulder. John, uh, pulling the captured white with him, John is attacked so that the remaining red shirt starts pulling the captured white, but quickly reaches the edge of the boulder and starts to fall over. John reaches out, but is unable to save him. The red shirt falls into the sea of whites and is quickly pulled apart. John looks down at the many, many dead trying to climb up at him. The dead pile up on each other, reaching towards John. His men continue to fight off the dead behind him. John is bumped on on his back and turns to attack, but it is torment. Oh, shit. Time slows as John's men fend off the dead, and John just stands there.
0: (laughs) The dead have finally
1: piled up enough to start climbing onto the boulder. John reaches back to attack when... Um, Drogon roars and spits fire at the attacking whites. Yeah. Rhaegal and Viserys then make a pass, raining fire down on the whites around Jon and the men. Pass after pass, the dragon dragon fire um, all around the lake, killing the whites as they approach the boulder. Drogon then lands on the boulder, killing more whites with his fire. Jon stares up at Daenerys on uh, Drogon's back. Jon runs up. Daenerys uh, reaches her hand out to pull Jon up. But John stops. He turns to fight off the remaining, uh, the approaching whites. Um, at this point, we go to the Night King. One of the White Walkers pulls an ice spear off of one of the horses and hands it to uh, the Night King. John's men are all nearly on uh, Drogon's back, and Jorah yells back, "John!" Um, as John kills another white, the Night King walks towards the edge of the lake, uh, where there's fire, but it parts as he walks through it. The Hound reaches Drogon's back and pins the captured white down on one of Drogon's spikes. The Night King aims his spear at one of the flying dragons and lets loose. The spear flies through the air and hits Viserion. Flames erupt out of Viserion's torso where he is hit by the spear. Whoa. The flames are quickly, uh, are quickly out as blood spews out of the wound. Daener- Daenerys looks up to see her child falling uh, to the ground. Wait, guys, guys, guys.
0: Is there about to be a zombie dragon?
1: (laughs) Hold on. Drogon (laughs) roars as Viserion (laughs) screams in pain. Jon turns to see Viserion hit the ground, blood still pouring out of his body. Viserion comes to a halt at the edge of the lake as his body is being dragged under the water. You see the life draining from his golden eyes. Everyone atop of Drogon's back watches as Viserion falls into the lake. Jon turns and continues to fight off the dead, approaching Drogon. He stops to stare at the Night King, who is about to uh, be handed another ice spear from one of the White Walkers. Jon yells to Daenerys, who is still in shock. Go! Go! Now! Leave! Jon is running towards Drogon, but is tackled by two whites and falls into the water. Oh, shit. Daenerys is uh, staring at the hole in the ice where she turned to see the Night King holding another spear and walking towards them. Drogon flies. Uh, The Night King throws the spear and Drogon turns to avoid it. In the uh, the turn, um, Jorah nearly falls off, but is caught by the hound. Daenerys turns to give one last look as Drogon flies off with Rhaegal behind him. The Night King and his army turn their attention back to their marching, uh, back to march towards the wall. Um, we get this cool shot of Longclaw laying on the ice in front of a hole John was dragged into. John then reaches up out of the water and climbs out. He, uh, he lays there on the ice catching his breath. Next, we see the tail portion of a white, um, uh, they're walking like the end part of it. But they see John walking. John holds up his sword as best as he can. As the whites run towards him, um, they're about a hundred yards away. And a rider on horseback rides up behind the dead, swinging a flaming flail, uh, killing the whites. uh, He he, as he's riding by, Uh, the rider reaches John, gets off his horse, and reveals his face. John says, "Uncle Benjamin, how?" Benjamin grabs John and puts him on his horse. He says, you ride for the pass. He's, John says, come with me. Benja says, there's no time. Go. And he slaps the horse and it runs off. Benja then turns to the dead, lights his flail, and starts swinging it. John turns back to see his uncle fighting off the dead, but is quickly overrun. And then we go to Eastwatch.
2: Holy shit. Uh, so East Eastwatch, <clears throat> the hound carries the captive white to one of the dinghies Um, with the white in the dinghy. He nods to Tormund uh, who nods back. Uh, Beric uh, says, we'll meet again, Clegane. And the hound says, fucking hope not. (laughs) Uh, Tormund looks back um, as he looks back basically up at the wall as Drogon screeches flying above the wall Uh, Looking out north from atop the wall, uh, Daenerys stares down longingly. Uh, Jorah walks up. He says, it's time to go, your grace. And Daenerys, you know, she's very emotional. She says, a bit longer. And Daenerys gives one last look uh, below uh, before turning around and walking away. Uh, But just as she gets to Jorah, uh, a horn blows. Uh, She turns around. They both look down to see... Uh, John slumped on a horse, riding towards the wall. Uh, the men at each watch say, "Rider approaching. Open the gate." And then, uh, back on uh, Daenerys's ship, uh, John is unconscious, uh, laying in a bed. Uh, Davos is prying the frozen clothes off of him. Uh, Daenerys watches as John is stripped. Uh, she then looks at his bare chest and the scars he received when he was killed. Uh, John is then covered up uh, in heavy furs, and we go to Winterfell. So in Winterfell, uh, Sansa sneaks, is
1: sneaking around Arya's room. As she locks the door behind her, she first sees the Valerian steel dagger on the table. She then looks around, uh, then grabs Arya's satchel from under her bed. She opens it and pulls out two faces. The camera pans up and Arya is now standing at the door. Arya says, not what you're looking for? Sansa says, I have, a hundred, I have hundreds of men here at Winterfell all oh. loyal to me. Were you going to say something? This is crazy. <laughs> yeah, Arya, they're not here now. Sansa says, what are these? Arya says, my faces. Sansa, where did you get them? Aria, in Bravos, while I was training to be a faceless man. Sansa, what does that mean? Aria, back in Bravos, before I got my first face, there was a game I used to play, the game of faces. It's simple. I ask you a question about yourself, and you try to make it make the, you try to make lies sound like truth. If you fool me, you win. If I catch you a lie, you lose. Let's play. Sansa, I don't want to play. Arya, how do you feel about John being king? Is there someone else you think should rule the North instead of him? Sansa, those faces—what are they? Arya, you want to do the asking? Are you sure? The game of faces didn't turn out so well for the last person who asked a question—who asked me a question. Sansa, tell me what they are. Arya, we both want to be other people when we were younger. You wanted to be a queen, uh, to sit next to a handsome young king or on the Iron Throne. I wanted to be a knight, to pick up a sword like father and go off to battle. Neither of us got, uh, got to be the other person, did we? The world doesn't just let girls decide what they're going to be, but I can now. With the faces, I can choose. I can become someone else, speak in their voice, live in their skin. I could even become you. Arya picks up the dagger. I wonder what it would feel like to wear those pretty dresses. To be the Lady of Winterfell. All I need to find out is your face. Arya walks up to Sansa. Sansa is getting more and more uneasy. Arya then holds up the dagger, turns the handle to Sansa, and Sansa takes it. Arya then turns around and walks out the door and leaves the room. Then we go to the narrow sea.
2: Holy shit. Uh, so back on <clears throat> Daenerys's ship, uh, John wakes up. Uh, Daenerys is sitting by his side, uh, staring down at him. Uh, John says, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Daenerys looks down, a look of anguish on her face. John reaches up and takes her hand. Uh, John says, I wish I could take it back. I wish we'd never gone. Daenerys says, I don't. If we hadn't gone, I wouldn't have seen. Uh, you have to see it to know. Now I know. The dragons are my children. They're the only children I'll ever have. Do you understand? John nods. Uh, Daenerys continues. She says, We are going to destroy the Night King and his army, and we'll do it together. You have my word. And John says, uh, Thank you, Danny. And Daenerys is like, Danny, and chuckles, uh, Who was the last person who called me that? I'm not sure. Was it my brother? Hmm, not the company you want to keep. And John says, All right, not Danny. How about my queen? I'd uh, bend the knee, but. And Daenerys says, What about all those uh, who swore allegiance to you? So John said, they're definitely going to bang right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, John says, They'll all come to see you for what you are. And Daenerys says, I hope I deserve it. And John says, "You do." Uh, there is a long moment where they just stare at each other. Uh, Daenerys lets go of his hand. She says, "You should get some rest." Uh, John nods, then closes his eyes. Uh, Daenerys gets up and walks out. Um, as when she has gone, John opens his eyes um, and basically just sits there and looks up and gives a big, deep breath. And that's it.
0: And scene. Huh. What do you think's gonna happen? I thought they were definitely gonna bang. First of all, <laughs> uh, well, he's.
2: I think he's too. Uh, still recovering, so.
0: Oh, that's he probably a good,
2: wouldn't be a a good lover at that moment.
0: That's that's a that's a that's a very fair point. Um, well, I think they're gonna bang. Um. I think we're going to get a zombie dragon. Um, because the Night King was able to kill one. And when he kills something, he brings it back to life. And we saw zombie bears. So, um, I think shit is about to get insane. Um, in the dragon department. Um, as if having dragons by themselves wasn't enough. Um,. I still think that I think Arya is going to kill Littlefinger. I don't know if Sansa is going to be in favor or not of it. I'm right now. I'm leaning no, but I, maybe there will be a twist of some sort. But I think Arya is going to figure out. Arya is too smart. She'll figure out what's going on. She's going to kill Littlefinger. I don't. I think that it'll either be with Sansa's approval or it will cause like, a, like a, it'll make the rift way worse. Um, nothing else really happened in this episode. No, there was no other place we went, right? Not really. Okay. Right. Um. So yeah, actually it wouldn't surprise me if we don't see, um, John and, um, Daenerys, at all in the next episode because typically, when you see a lot of someone in one episode, you don't really see them the next. So, I think the next one's going to be a heavy King's Landing episode. Um, yeah.
2: Well, I mean, they have access to the uh Bifrost, so they got to take that white <laughs> with them to Cersei member.
0: That's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, this episode was crazy.
1: Mhm. Very good.
2: Cool. Ronnie. Yeah. You smell that, dude? I, are you, you
0: serious? Smell that. You smell that? I smell I'll it. Do that. I'm sorry. What? Bullshit. Uh, I mean, bullshit. Uh, Hold on. This is one of those choose your own adventure things. Uh, I knew
2: it. Yeah. Alright, so how did we you, didn't lie How did you bullshit no, 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 this? No. <laughs> we didn't lie um, But we did leave something out So that wasn't the real ending of the, the episode
0: They do bang
2: We actually, <laughs> no <laughs> We actually finished Beyond the Wall
1: Go ahead, Ruddy. Okay, so Beyond the Wall We see whites lined up pulling a large chain There are four lines of whites Each line holding a chain And all pulling them in the same direction the White Walkers are on their horses, watching uh, off on the sides. Each chain is hooked to something in the water, until um, under the ice. As they continue to pull, Viserion's head breaks through the ice. The Whites continue to pull until Viserion's entire body is back on land. The Night King walks up towards Viserion's corp- corpse. When he gets to uh, the body, he kneels down in front of the Viserion's head and places his hand on his snout. The camera then slowly pans into the close-up shot of Viserion's right eye, uh, which opens and is now
0: blue. I fucking knew it. Yeah, Yeah. good job. The walking dragons. Let's go.
2: Yeah. All right, right now. Yeah.
1: Okay. So that, that's the end of this episode.
0: Do you um, miss? What's that? Do you promise? I promise. You're not, <laughs> you're not leaving out some sort of um, sex scene between family members that don't know that they're family members.
1: No, we are not leaving that out.
0: Mm, no.
1: Okay. All right, <laughs> Hi, everybody. Thank you for listening to the out of the loop podcast. Please follow us on our Instagram or Twitter at OOTL Podcast. And if you'd like to send us an email, it's OOTLpod at gmail.com. Um, this has been a great episode. Some of the problems that I had, again, is just the time warping, the Bifrost. If, they, if they're using it, just call it out. That's fine. Um, but we thank you for listening. And next episode is the season finale
0: of season seven.
2: The dragon and the wolf.
0: Oh, they're going to fuck. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, from all the gentlemen here at the Out of the Loop uh, podcast uh, studio, we thank you again, and we hope you have a good one.
0: Thank you. Wolf dragon sex. <laughs>
1: I don't know who I don't know I don't